adventurers battled the I, the High Priest of Vecna, and with little help of RNG, defeated him handily. They then found Braytorn hiding under a table. He informed them of a secret entrance to the mirror room, where they fought Thrandilla. They solved the puzzle and entered the shadowy library, where in a wooden box, the Sword of Cast lied. They rushed out of the library and into the city streets, ending up in Rule's apothecary shop for a nice long rest. Will our adventure stop Vecna from ascending to godhood? Find a way into the Black Tower or end up working in Rule's apothecary shop? Only time will tell. So we can start it out with Tex. The last time we saw Tex, he was making a commotion and running it, hightailing it out of the Vecna's palace and disappearing into the city streets of Citadel Cavitas. What is, what happened to Tex? Uh, let's see, uh, as you stated, there's some sort of fog break in the face. So I was able to perhaps pass off that. I was like, oh yeah, that's what happened. I was just kidding there, guys. <laughs> uh, in order to use our my attempt to distraction, which apparently was not as successful, but I still, yeah. Did something there, and from there, I just think looking around the town, seeing what other information I could gather. Uh, we're trying to stop Vecna ascending to God in here, so I'd probably just be looking for like what areas seem to be like the yeah, let's uh, most say that realistic for the ritual taking place, or any like uh, caravans of goods that are being moved back and forth to. I don't know if it's very obvious inside the palace itself or it's inside the temple or something like that. Yeah, let's say that you stumbled into a bar where a lot of soldiers were frequenting and you were drinking and maybe playing your loot a little bit mm -hmm. and garnering some information. And from... That role that you had earlier, you're able mm -hmm. to use your charm to know that it seems like something is happening in Vecna's palace as well gotcha. as the temple of Vecna. The soldiers are saying the priests of Vecna have been all ushered into the temple of Vecna for some reason. They're not really sure, and also that Vecna seems to be preoccupied with something. And that normally, you know, they, they would have a lot more orders from him, but they haven't really heard of him, heard from him. So that's what you hear from them, and you're stumbling out of... Why don't you roll me a constitution saving... Yeah, saving gotcha. throw for alcohol here. Ten. Ten. Yeah, so you're, you're got a pretty good buzz, I would say, mm -hmm. headache. You're able to handle a little bit, but you're still a bit tipsy as you stumble out of the bar. Uh, you look around you, there is some skeletons with swords and shields not paying you much mind as they walk by you. What are you doing? Uh, I'm definitely making notice of the fact that it's skeletons, swords, and shields. 
Uh, that's different from their usual guard, I assume. Um, yeah, you've seen that these type before. They are the ones that are usually uh, in the army, kind of cannon fodder. Well, in that case, <laughs> seeing them, uh, are they carrying anything in particular? Or are they just sort of meandering about, uh, um, waiting on orders? Roll me a perception. Right. Hello, everybody. What's up? It's a nine. Okay, so um, from that with that role, you don't really see much of like other than then uh, the skeletons who have moved well past. There's some a soldier kind of brushes past you into the bar, uh, takes his helmet off, uh, and uh, walks into the bar, and you're by yourself outside. Uh, I'm sorry to help. Just start checking in with the rest of your, uh, the mental braces Great. for our communication. Say, hey, what's, uh, oh, sorry. <clears throat> hey, uh, what's going on? Your dad's, uh, seems like an old priest are being ordered into the temple with, uh, host haste. What's, what's happening? What's, what's going on on your end here? That would be only Kurgan would get that, so. Fair enough. Uh, okay, so I wasn't here last session, so what is going on with that? So, you are at Rolls Apothecary Shop. You defeated the Eye, grabbed the Sword of Cost that Jay was protecting, but gave to you now to protect it. Sweet. Okay, okay. I guess you I are, hide it inside all yep. of the other swords you I've are got. In your mm-hmm. room, about to just had a long rest kind of waking up here and that's what's happening um okay i guess i respond that with i uh i don't know why they're being moved or why they're moving and anything i just kind of finished resting myself what where are you said you were at a bar that's usually a safe bet for me yeah i was at a bar i after you know caused all that ruckus and that one um, I went up to the bar, some of the various bars to uh, see what the foot soldiers are saying and see where they're being maneuvered around to so I figured that might be a good way to get, you know, gather some information. Uh, unfortunately, it seems to prove not as forthcoming as I would have hoped. However, uh, they seemed to let me go and there wasn't too much of a consequence there. I was able to sort of convince them I had been addled by a little bit of the constant fog and madness that that overtakes the occasional bum on the street. I was able to play that off pretty well. You got some sort of sword now? Uh, yeah, I got a really cool sword. Apparently it's, um, we need it to, you know, defeat, you know, the big bad or whatever. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's pretty cool. It, it fits in nicely with the others. Mm-hmm. You got like a whole ass armory on your back now, huh? Now? I mean, even more so. It just keeps growing. Like, yeah, at a certain point, yeah, you, you need to go open up a store or something. Because, like, whew, it's a lot of swords. I need you don't need like, armor anymore. You just take more swords to you. You don't need to press yeah, like Eventually, that. I'm going to need, like, a, a hilt of holding. You know how there's, like, bags uh-huh. of holding and stuff <laughs> like, like that. that? I'm just going to need one of those just to mm-hmm. carry them all. Maybe, like, a sheath? Oh. A sheath of holding? In a way? Yeah, that works. Yeah! Yeah. Or like a switchblade, but like it's just a hilt and then whichever sword blade pops yeah, yeah. out afterwards. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk to Toewalk once this is all done. I mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Experiment with that. Uh, <laughs> a guy who could 
Copia there. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll head back over to the... You guys are at the alchemy shop, right? Uh, I'll oh, head over yeah, to there. Yeah, 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 we're at the, uh, the alchemist. We can see how it all shakes out there. Uh, perhaps purchase some uh, extra vials and potions for whatever we're needing to storm next, which, again, this place is giving me the heebies and the jeebies, so let's get through, let's knock this guy out and get out of here. Did you guys ever find my sister? Uh, yeah, we, we found her, we spoke to her a little bit. Uh, what else happened with her? Because, once again, we wasn't here. Uh, yeah. the last was that she fought, she fought the shadow creature, Thrandella, and then tried to steal the sword of cost from Jay, and then reluctantly gave up and disappeared into the shadows. Okay, I basically say that. So she might still be around trying to nick the sword off of me, or she might have just gone back. She might have found a way out. I really don't know. Well, if we keep the sword around, she'll probably try to make another pass at it, so we kind of catch her off then. Yeah. Figure it out from there. But either way, I yeah. can use the rest myself, so I'll, I'll, I'll meet you at the alchemy shop. Yep. So... As he makes his way through the alchemy shop, uh, Arendelle, you wake up, you have a little bit of downtime, and you hear your sword, the Moonblade, says, hmm, we have some time, maybe we should practice. Okay. So he brings you and he says, please concentrate. Hold the sword in one hand and focus. Think of a flame. All your attention into the flame. Please roll me a wisdom 15. Uh, so what's check. Again? Check. I'm probably never going to get this. <laughs> it's just never going to happen hey. with a wisdom. Well, um, <laughs> all right, let me, uh, let me see. You know, why not? I'll burn a spell slot. Yes, please. Burn them slots. Uh, we need a long rest, right? So, yeah, well, they just, this is morning time. They had their long rest. Oh, gosh. Rest. You got, you, uh, you as well. All right, cool. You That's found a spot to kind of lay low. <laughs> yeah. I'm never gonna get these. Okay, well. I guess I'll just never have a sword. Alright, just one. Nope, you're not gonna re-roll. Oh, natural one! Beautiful! Thank you. Uh, oh my. We have a lot to work on. You are just... Your mind is all over the place. Okay, maybe next time. And that's it. Okay, the... Both of you, uh, Kurgan and um, Arendelle, the the smell of food is wafting up from downstairs. You do hear uh, bottles being, uh, glass bottles rattling around and soft talking, like somebody's talking downstairs. What do you guys want? So to do? we're, uh, okay. Uh, have we eaten today? You have not. You just woke up. Or Arendelle was doesn't sleep, but he was practicing his sword and resting. All right, uh, I guess I get up, I 
go and eat because I'm hungry. Yeah. Okay. And Arendelle? Um, I will do the same. Okay. So as you go downstairs, you see Rule. He's tired. He's got these bags under his eyes, and there's a bunch of bottles on the table, some filled with corks and other empty. And there is Braytorn. So Braytorn, you met in the Temple of Vecna. He was hiding under a table. He was working with Rule, waiting for you guys to appear to help you uh, navigate in the temple. And he helped you find the secret entrance. And he followed you back. And he's a tall man, a fighter, built stocky, a scar across his face. And he says, oh, good morning. It's good to see you guys. Yeah, it's uh, it's good to be above ground. Uh... Yeah. So, uh, I brought these here, and he they're folded on the this long table is some soldiers' uniforms. He's like, but it's not good to uh, be dressed like uh, the priests because they're looking at these priests to. I don't know what they were bringing them towards the eyes of this temple. So if you can see the map that you guys are on now from the outside, you see the eyes. Yeah, the, the eyes now have this floating disc of magic and they were lining up these priests to step into these floating discs and disintegrating. And it kept getting bigger and bigger. And that's why Braytorn was hiding. He did not want to go. And so that's why being dressed like a priest isn't good. So, and he now he's dressed like a soldier. Well, that sounds bad. Um, yeah. So either they're sacrificing themselves so that he gets more power, or they're going somewhere to maybe try and use their magic to take over that place or something. Complete yeah. guess. I would say my head. could be both. I d believe he's using it for some type of ritual. And from what my networker has told me is that Vecna has been very preoccupied and that now is a time to act we should try to set up some type of distraction and get you guys into the tower as soon as possible do do you have any, any ideas or of how we can do do this um you know I'm, i don't really think i'm the ideas guy of the group uh, Tex, he, although he can be an idiot, he does sometimes have really good ideas, so, like, he should be coming around any moment now, really. He messaged me, mm -hmm. like, a bit ago and, uh, said he's on his way. Yep. And we'll get to Tex right now. So, Tex, you are going through the alleyways in the north part, if you can see where I'm pinging you. Where? Oh, I see. Yeah, in the okay. beginning of the stairway. Yeah. Uh, roll me a perception. Uh, perception. 
Four. Man, okay. I am just mm, yeah, big numbers today, huh? Great. Loving it. It's about time. Oh no, does he have know how to does feels. he have priest robes? Yeah, so that's I was thinking of. You pretty sure. You turn around just in time to hear a woman scream and you see a chunk of probably 10 foot wide bone that would be the inside of the eye fall from the ceiling nine stories why don't you roll me a dexterity saving throw please oh 20 beautiful so you dive out of the way saving this woman as debris collides to the ground shattering part of a building dust is rising up where it was and as the dust begins to settle you see the the this blue and black magical disc swirling around now from inside this eye it is disintegrating more of the wall as chunks of this city begin to fall down and you can hear screaming of people in pain it's like the eye the where the eye itself is it, yeah just for my out of out of character understanding uh yeah. for my it's like it's sort of like a black hole sort of sucking stuff into it in a way is that it what i'm is, getting yeah so just give like the mental is, image there a sphere of annihilation mm -hmm. gotcha okay. okay yes yeah yeah and it's the mm -hmm. size of the eye itself now and ah. it's huge it's like a building size and it destroyed the so if you look at a skull you know there's bone on the inside a little yeah bit. like the cheekbone yeah. and whatnot yeah. all that is like now fallen into the city itself now shattering mm -hmm. buildings and people are screaming some buildings have collapsed Arendelle and Kiergan you may roll me perception please Perception. That's a 15. Okay. It's not too bad. Arendelle. Well, definitely Arendelle. You hear uh, a loud bang outside with your ears and your elven ears. And you hear some screaming outside. Okay. I'll, I'll run over to the window. Okay. Look outside. You, you see a few people running past the window um, in a general direction. Okay, I'm going to put on the soldier's gear. I also put on a helmet as well so okay. that my elven ears are covered up. Yep. And then I'm going to go outside. Okay. Let's see. Yep. Rule and Braytorn also are taking your lead. He's getting his sat uh rules gra grabbing a satchel of medicine kirigan what are you doing uh i guess i draw my sword and i just like well before that i just quickly finished whatever it was that i was eating yeah. um like i just stuff my face and then i just draw my great sword of the gruel and i just get ready for whatever's happening because i'm like oh boy here we go again yep so as you make your way out of the apothecary shop, seems like people are heading this way towards the courtyard and gathering in the courtyard. As you get to the courtyard, why don't all three of you roll 
a perception, and if any of you get a 15 or higher, you see each other. There you go, Tex. Yep, you see him. Uh, with awesome. a plus six, that's a total of 26. Nice. Okay, you see Tex. And Arendelle, you. Yep. All, three, all of you see each other across the way. You see Tex emerge from the north part of here. And as you make your way towards the courtyard, you see people are amassing. Uh, it seems like the safest spot where buildings are going to collapse on each other. Now, you, from this vantage, you can see both eyes uh, are now these giant discs of Arcan Arcana, this magic. And it's swirling and cracking apart part of the skull. And rules like, well, I guess we need a distraction. We got one. Uh-huh. That he's definitely like, makes this easier there. Yeah. He's like, Braytorn, if you want, now's a good time to take them into the palace. And he nods. And he's like, guys, you want to come with me? Yeah, let's go. Let's not stay yeah. around. This thing's cool. already eaten up half the city. Uh, it's yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably a good idea. All right. And I'm going to roll add plus five to this. Uh, that would be a 16. So off into you all rolled above that. So not too far from Vecna's palace, you see uh, Lord Harlan. He was the one that initially went into the apothecary shop and was the general of Vecna's uh, soldier, soldiers. And he's kind of like scouting around and looking. Let's avoid that guy. I yeah, think a, so, a, a subtle whisper chilling the group there. He's kind of like blocking the entrance a little bit, looking. So what are you guys going to do? Uh, oh. You guys said, you know, back way around here? Something like that? But I misunderstand that. Mm. I, I think we do. Braytorn's like, there's no back way. We, the only way through is past him. I can get past him. Can you guys do anything? I, I can sneak past. He's a, uh, he's a soldier, you said? He's a general. He's a general, and we've seen him before. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's the one that, that was interrogated, Tex. I see. Um, what are these soldiers wearing around here? Are they walking by him? Actually, so they are they soldiers black, that are walking by him. Yeah, black breastplate, uh, black cloak, long sword, pretty stereotypical. And do these soldiers, are they paying attention to him when they're walking by him? They will salute to him as they walk. They salute, by. and that's it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and these soldiers are barking like the... orders too. To some. Okay. Uh, these soldiers look pretty nondescript as well. <laughs> I'm sorry. What's that? So do these soldiers look pretty nondescript as well? Like they're just yeah, like... It's pretty stereotypical soldiers you've seen around here. Let's do it then. All right. Let's go for it. Um, I guess we'll just. You're gonna walk right. Right? It, okay, Braytorn's like, all right, take my lead. All right. All right, everybody, roll me. I will go invisible. And so. Since I, he I definitely recognizes me, so I'm going to go invisible wall. 
Okay, you're going to walk past. All right, you're invisible. All right, those that those. are walking by can roll me a deception. Tex, you're but fine I'm asking, because you're invisible, so. Oh, okay, gotcha. So it was just deception? Just deception yep. only? Deception, please. Here we go. All right, nice job. And Kurgan, what was yours? 21. Ooh, okay. So all three, right through. Okay, so he makes you, he gets you past them. He's looking around. All three of you make it right past him as he's busy barking orders to help out the people in different areas. You now are on the main staircase and he brings you up through uh, all three levels and to the fourth level right here. He's like, Braytorn's like, this is the temple level. This is the floor where most of the priest would reside, but as far as I know, most of them are in the Temple of Vecna now. So if you follow me, and he kind of leads you up this way, boom, mm -hmm. down this hallway, right? And it's eerily quiet. As you look down the corner, the walls begin to shimmer in a dark, like, shadowy mist. And fog begins to start welling up into the hallway, obscuring your view. I just start continuing down, but like, how much do we trust this guy again? And like, a little mental brace, so it, it does seem a little suspicious. It's also a little too quiet. Yeah, well, he's like, well, it would be, oh, you said it to the bracelet, but he's yeah. like, it's quiet here because the priests, it would be normally, but I think mm -hmm. he killed a lot of the priests. Here's all the sacrifices for the yeah. uh, fear of annihilation. Uh, okay. Oh, but, continue on. I mean, forge onward into the, okay. the fog. As you well. first step into the fog, you hear a strange tune being played by a flute. Hmm. Which tune? Like, it's like epic sax guy? We think it like, uh... <laughs> no, it's sort of like a whimsical <laughs> flute. And Is it why the circus you roll, music? Why don't, you, <laughs> why don't you roll me a perception, Tex, since you stepped into the fog? Oh, boy. 17. 17. So you see a beautiful girl in her late teens skipping and twirling down the hallway. There is a pair of skeletal figures following silently behind her. She's dressed in a gown. She also wears an elaborate red call which is a netted cap made of silk in a large necklace with a tear-shaped ruby. She's beginning to play this eerie tune on the flute that is carved by a human thigh bone. The skeletons behind her wear this long black hooded cloaks with 
and carry long, large scythes. Okay. Uh, that is disconcerting. Guys, I see a woman. Also skeletons. But the really odd thing is the woman in this creepy fog. So, what do you guys want to do here? But the flute song is kind of jamming. Do I bust out the loot and do a battle of the band? <laughs> oh, man. You know, I just think that might crack your character of being a soldier. Yeah, I also don't think this is exactly the time to do that with, you know, the world collapsing around us. Yeah. Fair point. Uh, well, you know, it's like it's like that one old parable of the demon that went down to Gorgia and was looking for that soul to seal. You know the one. It's a very famous bar song. I'm really uh, What? Devil went down to Georgia? I'm I'm not from there, so I don't know that. Oh, it's, it's, a, class, it's a classic. I've classic. also never heard of that. you never heard <laughs> Devil went down to Georgia? Oh. <laughs> well... Okay. It must be a guitar battle song. It's definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you guys have heard that version. Well, uh, we can just sort of walk past her. Yeah, let's walk. She doesn't seem to have noticed so far. She's more (laughs) enthralled with her flute playing, which made from a human vibe. Let's just salute when we walk by, (laughs) and then keep moving. I mean, I'm still invisible. Have fun, boys. Wait, so is she just playing her her lute? Yeah, and as she sees Tex, she runs towards you, Tex. She sees Tex? Sees me? Yes. Oh, wait. You're you're invisible, aren't you? I'm invisible. Okay, so she doesn't see you. That means I can't take any damage. Arendelle, are, are you walking into the mist as well? No. Okay. I'm not going to worry about me. <laughs> I'm not touching the mist. <laughs> I'm a okay. So the mists are in this whole hallway, so you'd have to be where Kurgan is up around the corner. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, I'll just be over here, though. Yep. Tex is in the mists mm-hmm. right beside her. So she's just playing this flute on her thigh, or on this human thigh bone. Mm-hmm. That's a bit strange. Yeah. uh, How about you said she's in her late teens? Are we talking like a teenager, or are we talking like nineteen? Um, nineteen. Okay. Um. Also, Braytorn's like, uh, this is not normal. I've not seen this. This whole couple days have not been normal. We're in a floating skull that's collapsing. I, I mean, I guess this is where you're from, so it's kind of normal to you, but, like, I guess we've seen a lot of weird shit, too. It's okay, it's a little normal, but this is definitely not normal. I just think we just keep walking past. So I have no idea. Okay, give me a stealth with advantage. Dirty 20. Okay, and add five to this roll. 17, so do not see you as you walk past. So you can put put yourself down the end of the hallway. Can I make a history check uh, to see if I figure out who she is? Sure. Go ahead. I rolled that 20s when I don't need them. Yeah. Uh, 
I wish you could. There's no way you would know who this person is. She's not that famous. Okay. So I got nothing? Yeah. Okay. Just walk into the mist. All right. So you, you're walking into the mist? Yep. All right. So as you walk in, are you going to try to be stealthy? Uh, I mean, I could be, yeah. I mean, then roll me a stealth. 21. 21. Okay. You get to a point where you're like, if I go any further, there is no way I she will not be able to see me. So you can put yourself like right here. And any further, she's going to see you. Kerrigan, what are you doing around the corner? Uh, I think I'm just sort of like poking my head around. I've got no real invisibility or anything I can do like that. Um, actually, can I use my sort of x-ray vision to see if, like, there's a little secret passage I could go through, perhaps? I really don't know how I'm gonna get by without being seen. Um, I guess I'm just gonna wait until, um, uh, Arundel does something. Alright. I'm just gonna look at him like, what the fuck do I do? Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Okay, before I do anything, how is the guy that's with us gonna get by? He is going to be the last one through. So he's gonna have to walk faster anyway. Yeah. Um, so there's nothing that I can do. I mean, I could dimension door you and me over here, but it wouldn't matter because the other guy's gonna have to come through anyway. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. And I'm just on my bracelet. If I use my bracelet, can other people hear me? No. It's okay. telepathic. Okay. Then I'm just going to use my bracelet and say to Tex, do we need this other guy to come with us? Do you think we can just... Like... I mean, it was a guy, but like... You, you've dealt with him more than I have, so I... I think we do, because we have to, like, figure out where the hell we're going, or maybe, like, give you, like, a map or something. Yeah, damn, oh, well, okay. Well, we can say it to him, like, do you need to go with us? Like, do you have a way of getting past this woman? Yeah. He's like, uh, I have a sword, and that's about it, but, yeah, I gotta, I'm trying to bring you to the, uh, the place where I see, or I've heard the high priest get to uh it's called the altar the, the altars or something and i heard that they go through there to get to the black tower i've never been there but i can show you the room it's, right, well, it's down this hall we got a fighter we got a fighter i guess whatever uh i'm just gonna well i guess we can all just walk up together then my gun's at the ready <laughs> she runs she you get up a little closer then? Yeah, I'll just continue walking forward. Right, she's running towards hey. you. Okay. Okay. I'm holding an action. And what are you holding? Uh, I'm holding a sword attack if she attacks me. Okay. She, she sees you and she stops playing the flute. And that's fine, Kieran. And she runs in your direction. She shrieks and 
wraps her arms around your neck and she a hug. Oh. And she begs for protection. And she says, please, you, please help me. I'm being, I'm being, I'm being captured by these skeletons. Please do something. Can I incite that? I think you're too far away. Let's I incite that. Yeah. Yeah, you can incite that. So she's up here now. I really should have invested in uh, wisdom somewhere. Yeah. All right, well, there yeah, we she go. She seems to be right. telling the truth. She seems in distress. I'm going to say, what do you mean, ma'am? She's like, I am being told that I need to play this flute on all levels. Please. Take me back to my father. My name is Inova. Please help me. Who's your father? My father. He's a. He is a blacksmith. Please help me. Oh. And then the two skeletons are slowly closing in on you. Their swords out. I'm going to <coughs> step in front of her and the skeletons. And say to the skeletons, uh, you guys, I think it's about time you guys should be taking her back. And then as they get closer, I'm gonna lash out and attack both of them. Okay, you may roll a surprise attack. 25. All right, and let's see, that hits. All right, uh, run him back. Plus, yep. I'm gonna add a green flame so that I hit both of them. So it's 29 damage? Uh, yeah, 29 damage. To both. Damn. Damn. That's pretty damn good. Right. I think it's, wait, it's 29 plus 13. Whoa. Wait, that's okay. That seems a little high. Hold on. That oh, seems oh. a lot. There's, there's a Just a little bit. Uh, okay, so it's 21 to the second one. What was, what was the total here? 21 and 21. 21 right. and 21 on both. Got yeah. it, got it, got it. All right. Okay, let's roll for initiative. All right, Tex. I'm on this way. I don't know where I am here. So would I have advantage on my attack? What's that? Oh, I'm invisible. They don't know I'm there. Skeletons. Well, depends on what you're using. What are you attacking with? We're shooting them with an Eldritch Blast. Um. Yeah, but then I will give them a perception to see it, where it came from. Yeah, sure. That's fair. Right, go for it. I mean, I'll still be invisible to the screen invisibility. Yeah. Uh, all right. Firing off three Eldritch Blast removes. Or 23, 22, and 24. All right. There. So let me see. You got a... This 23, 22, they all hit. Okay. Uh, first one. Oops, that's the wrong. Okay. 11 force, 8 force, and 6 force. And I'll fire them all against the left. Okay. And... That would be 25, I believe. Yes, 25 damage. Right. Oh, yeah. bam. Hit him in the back a couple of times. They turned around 
And they will, let's see what they roll, straight roll here. No, they do not see you, Tex. Continue. Must have been the wind. You can continue your advantage on your roll then. The next this time. isn't fucking supposed to be the wind. Yeah. Supposed to be the wind. What? Anything else, Tex? Uh, that'll basically be it here. There's nothing else I see on my hall where I'm at. No. Yeah. Uh, Kurgan, you're up. I, I go, I guess I go round this hallway and, um, is she taking up the whole way or can I no, just go past no, her? No, she, you can move right around her. Alright, sweet. Um, I'm going to attack with, uh, just my, uh, my X, sort of x-ray vision because that's the one I had out before. Yep. Um, alright, first attack on the first skeleton. That's a 27 to hit. Yes, that's it. <laughs> The damage is... Oh, I'm raging as well, obviously. Okay. So the damage is going to be... That there says 10 on the die, so that's going to be 13 with my uh, rage bonus. Nice. Also, I guess I give the girl and um, Arundel and myself three temporary hit points. Is it three or oh. four now? I thought it was four. Yeah, it's four at this stage. Yeah. Okay. And... Is this skeleton that I hit down or no it's not even bloodied well shit I guess I'm gonna attack it again then um that's only an 18 to hit that does hit okay same skeleton this time for 15 nice okay great I'm gonna stay out loud well this doesn't seem good <laughs> It, it's, it is officially bloodied now, so it is Arendelle's turn. Okay, um, I'm gonna bonus action, activate my blade song. Got it. Next, what I'll do is I will... You said both of them are bloodied? No, just the one Kyrgyz just hit. Just, he's not okay. bloodied. Okay, okay, okay. Hmm. I'll just do some regular swings. Okay. Why not? Alright, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna attack with my sword. Are they like blocking the hallway? Yeah. So like no way to get past them. No way to get okay. past now. Okay, alright. Um there's one. Nineteen. That hits. Let's roll that damage first and I'll throw on a another green flame blade mm -hmm. for that one. 13 plus 9, so 22. Okay. The other one's taking 20. Okay, so describe what this looks like. So basically my my sword is going to glow with like a green flame. Yep. And it's like I'm making wide arcing like swings. And the flame is like flying. As it hits one, it's flying from one and hits the other Ooh. right next to it. Nice. And mm -hmm. so it's like a lot of like spins and stuff like that with uh, with flame going everywhere. Um, and then I'm gonna make one more attack. Actually, and also I want to make that one that I just did a tripping attack as well. Okay. What do I need to roll? Uh, you gotta roll me a strength saving throw. Okay. Um, a DC 17, and that's three damage on top of that. So. So the person, the first guy 22. took uh, 25 damage. All right. 
and I rolled a 22 for my strength save. Alright, awesome. Um, and then I'm just gonna make another attack. Boom, 21. And there's the damage. Oof, nice. That's to 13. Man. Um, I'll make that on the same target. So, let me okay. go. Okay, so you just hack and slash. Now it's their turn. And there's going to be three scimitar attacks towards you right now, Arendelle. One, two, and three. So two natural 20s. That's what, wow. All right. Two natural 20s? Oof. Two natural 20s. Mm. Well, that ain't good. Let's see. Uh, wow. I'm gonna silvery barbs one of those natural 20s. Okay. All right. So here goes the silvery barbs right here. An 11. So there you go. So you missed one of them. So, uh, which one are you? I assume you're going to do the first one, right? Can't see it, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll just do the whichever one, like the first one or something like that. Yeah. Okay. So you get hit. Does the 23 hit as well? Uh, 23 just meets, yeah. Okay. So wait, uh, actually, it's a twenty-three. It's twenty-one. Does twenty-one hit? Wait, you guys can see that. I can't see anything. Well, no, I, I, I did my uh, Ben luck to knock two off of his. Uh, knock two off. Oh, it will miss. It's a real oh, shame. Is... It's a real oh, shame. That's it. Use them all now. All right. So you do still get hit with that natural twenty. Uh, so that would be four. 15 plus the 7, 21. Right. 21 damage. Okay. All right. 21 damage from him. And then three more coming towards you this time, Kurgan. One, two, and three. A 17, okay. a 14, and a 17. 17, 14, 17? Yep. Well, that's two hits. Okay. So that would be 29 points of damage. Half to ten. Okay, half to ten. Because I'm raging. And then Arendelle, jumping on your back is this woman. And she says, leave them alone. And she gets two claw attacks against you. One, two. Oh, God. A 21 and yeah. a 21. Uh, both of those missed. Okay. And then she bites you. Yeah. And it, That's it misses. And you, she's on your back. She, you're just like wrestling off. And my boy at the end is just right around the corner right there. Okay, back to the top. Tex, what are you doing? Uh, I see her bite, trying to bite on the... Yeah, you see all of them. There. So I'm just going to fire three shots directly at her then. It's tough. Because you're going through two, I don't think you can, because those two skeletons are blocking. These are like giant skeletons, so. All right, well, the most fire that the skeletons get. The... Okay, which one? Yeah, left you threw them one? somehow. Uh, left left. The right one. My left. Left. Go for it. Yeah. Let's see, twenty-six. 
16, 23. 26 and 16 and the 23. Figured uh, 14 and 12 points of force damage totally. 26. 26. Okay, it's hurt pretty bad. And that's that's it. That's, that's all I can do. That's it for you. Just keep Kurgan. It's you. Kurgan. Same invisible. Yeah, well, I'm going to give uh, 10 hit points to, uh, let's see, not the lady this time. Oh. Uh, what she she jumped on my friend's back and started stabbing him with her giant fucking claws or whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, just Aaron Dill and if I can reach Tex, then maybe him as well. Yeah, but I don't think yeah. it can. Yeah. yeah. All right, four extra ten hit points. Appreciate just the two of us. And then um, normally I would attack the skeletons, but how um, how? tough do the skeletons look as in the one that i've been consistently hitting does like, it look like it's even close to halfway give me a medicine point medicine check all right medicine plus two that's a seven no it's hard for you to tell fair enough fair enough uh okay i guess i'm gonna attack the lady actually would i have disadvantage because she's on Aaron Dill's back or something? Mm, no, because you're not aiming. You're just, you just—you have. A I'm not aiming. I'm just swinging wildly. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you're swinging in a way. You're not like aiming for her head or anything. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's a twenty-four to hit. That hits. Damage is a sixteen, and the next attack—that's only a twelve. That's a miss. Yeah, I thought so. Oh, well, that's my turn. Okay. Uh, Arendel, what are you doing? Oh, uh, let's see. Okay, how hurt does she look now? Um, give me a quick medicine check with disadvantage, because she's on your back. Did she grab me? She grabbed you, but for flavor, you kind of brushed her off. She's still kind of holding on to some of your clothing, but she's behind you. Yeah, it's hard for you. It's really hard for you to see behind you. Uh, she's kind of staying where your back is. I mean, if you want to do some sort of big flashy spell, then I'm a tough man. I can probably take it. Are you sure? <laughs> Not really, but do it anyway because it'd be funny. Okay. All right. All right. We do it um, for the comedy here. All for the comedy. Do it for the vine. I think it's gonna hit you too. <laughs> Wait a second. It's gonna hit me too? Yeah. Damn. It would hit you for sure. What are you trying oh, to do? Yeah. Lightning? It would. It's gonna. It's like lightning, but it's a higher level spell than that. Great! <laughs> and it would do a lot of damage, but it's also gonna hit everybody in this room, I think. Um, so I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I'm gonna do something else. Uh, I'll just cast Storming Sphere again, I guess. Okay. What do we need to roll here? I will bonus action uh, using a racial star step. Okay. So I'll just basically just teleport into like a bright flashing light. Like what I was right. You know, just like a flash. And yeah. Just like I'm right behind her. Uh, so I'm behind her now. Yep. And... Then after that, I will cast. Um, Do I don't get opportunity attacks on that? No, you don't get opportunities on that. Oh, 
Let's cast uh, Ice Storm. Ooh. Okay. Um, so, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to cast Ice Storm, uh, which will be maybe so DC 17. 20. All right. DC 17 Dexterity. All right. Dexterity. So, uh, Kurgan, you have to roll this as well. A Dexterity right. save. Yep. Here is my Dex for my lady. Um, is this an effect that I can see while not yeah. blinded, deafened, or... Oh. Okay, get advantage. Alright. So a 14, oh, a 16, and a 12. Oh, 14, oh. 16, and 12. Okay, so they all failed that one. Okay. Um, and... Oh, I got a 19. Did I fail? Oh, no, you passed, you passed. You're good. Oh, thank God. <laughs> and so, uh, they're going to be taking the TDA bludgeoning first, so seven and 15. Um, so both of this is halved for me because I'm not only raging, meaning resistant to bludgeon, yep. I'm also, I've got resistance to cold, so that's cool. Um, nice. That would be what? Three bludgeoning and then uh, seven cold? Yep, seven gold, yeah. Oh, All right, sweet. Lucky so me. The one on the left, the bones freeze and then just explode out and no more. Yeah, so you'll just basically see me just flash behind her and then like bomb both my hands and get me fire off a big ice bow. Nice. Nice. All right. Okay. So, anything else, Arendelle? Uh, that is my turn. Okay, so she's gonna turn around towards you and hiss. And let's see. Yeah, she is going to attack twice with her claws. One, two, 23 and a 22. All right, I'm gonna shield. Uh, you're gonna shield? Actually, wait, if you're gonna do something else. I was gonna, <laughs> I 23, I get rid of I was gonna. Okay. Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. Uh, it's actually a 19. 19. A 19 and a 22. Sorry, miss? Okay, then she's gonna uh, take a bite here. Uh, 13. That misses. And Kurgan, here's three scimitars. Two and three. Okay. A 20, a 19, and a 25. Yeah, they all hit. So that would be a 9 and a 7, so that's 16 plus an 8. So that would be my total turn. Tex, you're up. Alright, so that one skeleton down. <laughs> um, I'm going to run up to about here. Alright, is that... Oh, yep. one spot further behind. Yeah, so that'll hit. These two should be thin enough that shouldn't hit here again. I'd like to, I'm gonna cast Agnazar's Butcher. Ooh. All right. foot long, five wide, line of one flame. Make a deck save or take 3d8 fire damage. Uh, failed save or half the much. Okay. A 14 and a 14. They fail. Oh. They both take 15 fire damage. Ooh, nice. That's a line of hot. Fiery energy floats from the gun. 
and I'm gonna walk back a little bit. Okay. And Kirgan, you're up. Right then. Uh, I think I'm just gonna try and get rid of the skeleton just so it doesn't slash me in the back. Uh, four ten hit points. Wait, my range should be a ten foot radius. Uh, I think I'm out of that now. I might be. I don't know. Does this you take up two slots? Oh, I didn't mean to do that. Uh, yeah, I think you're just out of it. Yeah. I forgot my original four. All good. And she takes uh, up okay. one spot. <laughs> Alright then, so I just take four tempted points for myself, give them to no one else because I'm a greedy, greedy bastard, and I'm going to attack the skeleton. Do it. That is a 24 to hit on yeah, the first it's... one. Ah, the second one's only 13. That misses. Alright, so that is 16 damage to the skeleton. That's all you needed. Oh, sweet. So how do you dispense of this skeleton? Would a 13 over hit the lady? No, definitely not. Well, oh well. Uh, so I will attack her again. My sword. 18. That, that hits. Alright. And... That's... 13 damage again? 13 yep. damage. And I'm gonna make this one a dazzling uh, sunray, and she gets hit with a radiant damage, and then she has to make a constitution saving throw, um, or she is blinded. Okay, and she has to check before 12. 12. Okay, so she does that. Um, so she has to roll a d6. Okay. Well, I, I can roll a d6 and subtract it. that, um, which is like one. It's just one. And, um, okay. and you can subtract one from her next attack. Okay. We'll do. And I'm also going to make that a tripping attack. So I need a strength save 17. Strength save coming up. A 17. She makes it. Nice. She's good. Uh, so she's still taking the 8 damage, though, which I don't know how much this is. Okay, so 15 plus 13, that's 28. All I know, it's another. enough to do it. <laughs> All right. Um, and the fog dissipates, and as you do, the images of her and the skeletons disappear with the fog. She was a vampire then, right? She was a spawn, vampire spawn. Ooh. <laughs> Oh. Mm. Okay, this is uh, only a little foreboding. Foreboding without a doubt. All right, and Braytorn's like, uh, looks like it's okay. Uh, just follow me down the hallway here, and where you need to go is right here by this door right over here, guys. Um, right, and he points you to this door right there considering the way he just said that i would like to insight check yeah that. i was just thinking yeah. that as well go uh, for it. Yeah, you, you also just point my invisibility would probably ward off yeah 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 you go that way go ahead can i also Roll. use my sort of x-ray vision insight with that four uh seems to be telling the truth and i also right? be able to use my x-ray sword just to oh yeah with the walls do that as well. 
Get 10 hit points back. Okay, we'll do. Anybody else doing um, insight? Oh, yes, I would love to. Inside. I just tell, I just get you guys to huddle up near me, except for this guy that we don't fully trust right now, and give you guys four ten pit points. He's telling the oh, truth. Tex seems to be telling the truth. All right, let's get on this thing, man. Um, would I be able to look through the wall with my uh, X-ray um, sword? Yeah, when you do that, something is magically stopping you from seeing into this room. All right, then. Uh, I guess I say that telepathically using the bracelet and then do an insight myself, if that's okay. Yeah, go for it. 19. Yeah, he seems to be telling the truth. He's just very apprehensive. He's like, guys, I've never seen, I've, I know they go through this door to go up the, the main black tower, but I pretty much stay away from this area. Those that like are here. of not an evil alignment feel an uneasiness approaching this door and so the doors are made of red and black marble they feature large serpents twisting through an obscuring fog they are of exceptional workmanship it is almost as if the serpents look so very lifelike now what are you guys gonna do a serpent's uh, gonna be almost lifelike in the the carved door itself yeah all right man go ahead and open up this door just for our friend to open up the door can i detect magic on it yeah go ahead all right awesome we'll do that okay the romeo arcana or now at 20. Oh, yes. So this has a, a lock to it or something. You need to do some type of spell to this door to unlock it. Can I do the same spell that we saw that other guy do when he opened up the door? Yep. Need a 21 or higher. For Arcana? Yep. Arcana. This is a new spell. Oh, no. Sorry. You know what I mean? I'm into Silvery Barber. I'm so okay. Silvery Barber that. There he goes. Last attempt at it here. Nope. 16. Oh, wait. With three, it's 19? 19. Needs a 21. Yeah, this is pretty intricate. You seem to get it close enough, but no. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Okay. Well, we can take like an hour. You know, and rest, and then we can sit here, and then we can try it again. The 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 map is a magical is... lock, so you could possibly dispel it. I don't have dispel magic as well. Neither do I. Well, um, did anyone see if that girl had a key on her necklace or something like that? Or what about that that flute she was using? Is that like something? It disappeared when the fog. They disappeared as well. Ah, as if mirages. Mm. We're just gonna have to wait until we get. So, yeah, I mean, do you guys want to take your short rest this early? I mean, I wouldn't be against it in terms of just like getting so some stuff it, back. It's like a regular lock. It's a magical lock. It's got to be either done through Arcana. Wait, so do I only get one triad, or does it get to try it until I get it? 
I usually say it's all your culmination of attempts. Is that wrong? I mean, I can attempt my arcana's. Yeah, you want to try it? Good. You need a twenty-one I, for your arcana. I would quite literally need a natural twenty, even then I'd attempt to get a nine or an eighteen. Do it. Oh, you've got a minus two. I've got a minus two. Well, I've got a, a straight zero, so I think even I have a better chance than you do. Well, mm. let's give it a whirl. Seven. That, seven. That's not gonna do it. And I just yank on the handle a couple Jordan, times. You want to give it a shot? Sure, why not? That's a four. <laughs> you guys hold up. They're like, well, we got this far. Braytorn's like, well, I'm out of luck. Did you bring a key? No, you, they usually put their hand to the door and open it up. I thought you guys could do it. Oh, they put their hand, put my hand the on the door. I guess I uh, did. He say through or just on? On the door. Well, there's a there's a way to do it, but you know. And we saw him do it, and we know how to do it. It's just, this is really hard to do. What yeah. if we cut off that general's hand? <laughs> we can, we can the just wait. Spawn, like, disintegrate? I'll give, yeah, you, I'll, people. I'll give you another attempt. One more attempt. Okay. This right. is it. This is Since you, you're the only one with magic. Yeah. The 21 Archon. Yes. There he is. Hey. Oh, thank Christ. All right. You guys, he's like, Braytorn's like, oh, thank the Lord. Thank God. So you guys can make your way through the door. So you find a chilling room with a black ceiling supported by pillars of red and black marble. The pillars are carved to resemble life-sized naked humans writhing in states of passion or agony it is difficult to tell huge snakes slither over them the walls and floor are of white marble the floor is sculpted with more life-size images of humans some clearly undead and large snakes making for uneven footing the walls are featuring some of the most important moments of Vecna's life. It is hard to tell if this is actually a holy site because there is no altar, but this feeling of almost nauseous overcomes you. Um, you guys may roll me a history or religion if you want. Uh, right. History is zero. And religion is zero. Let's do it. I got minus two on both. Let's go with that history. Six. Sixteen. Seventeen. From that history roll, it is going to tell you about the life of Vecna. But then you see a hooded shape of a person who seemed to be praying in front of this wall. This person stands up and turns around and you see his face. He has no eyes, but he has a mouth and he goes, welcome. And then slits his wrist and holds it over this bowl that has, it's a ceramic bowl with all different types of birds on it. Then the wall behind you begins to move the figures that look to be an, an orgy of passion now become 
an orgy of death and destruction as the snakes begin to devour the people as this wall turns into a living wall. And now I will tell you about the scene one as the wall turns into an old, slightly bent wizard that stands on a wind-blown cliff. He wears a large gem-encrusted crown and black robes with a smoky images of serpents embroidered upon them. A palace that looks like Vecna's palace in Covitus stands in the distance. Beyond, a plain littered with the remains of what must have been an epic, epic clash of armies. Overhead, the sky boils with lightning-torn storm clouds. A massive serpent made partially from the clouds and partially from lightning snakes down towards the wizard, wraps around him and seems to whisper in his ear. The old man's face seems aglow with understanding. Those who study the image closely note the faces of somber men and women hidden in the clouds. There below it, a plaque says, Vecna and the Serpent. Living wall changes. And now, a skeletal figure with glowing eyes stands before a spider throne in flowing robes covered with arcane symbol. He offers a short sword with a serrated blade to the kneeling man in ornate plate mail and a horned great helm of design that is unfamiliar. The kneeling figure's gloved hands are covered in blood, presumably that of another armed warrior who lays nearby with a head split open, his brain spilling out. Below this, the plaque says, Our gift to Koss. Then, the scene changes again. The armored warrior from a previous scene slashes through the skeletal form from the previous scene with a very, with the very sword he was given. The skeletal figure seems to explode uh, with magical energy in only his left eye and left hand untouched by the surging power. The armored warrior is not faring much better. His armor seems to be melting under the onslaught as he is hurled back into what looks like a black hole or gate in the air. The spider throne shatters in the background. The plaque says, Lord Vecna betrayed. Then the living wall turns into a, the skeletal figure stands on a pedestal holding out his left arm which ends in a burned stump. Within his skull burns his right eye while the left socket is a gaping hole. He wears an elaborate robes of an archmage. The plaque says, and he is a now a god. In the background are gi gigantic stone monuments, huge primitive archways resting on a curving paths of stone, light and darkness, fire and lightning, and energies untold seethe from the arches and dance in the sky. Two immense images do magical battle in the foreground. Vecna and a huge red bat-winged humanoid with clawed fingers. The ghostly massive serpent wraps around the combatants, both in, he in the heavens and on the ground, while boiling storm clouds contain concealed images 
of many of the good and neutral gods of Greyhawk. And this one says, Savior to one and all. Scene six. This image echoes that of scene one. Vecna stands upon a cliff, the Citadel Covetus in the distance. From the outside, the Citadel looks vaguely like a giant skull from which the crown has been removed to allow buildings, towers, and spires to rise toward the sky. Vecna appears to be raging toward the heavy clouds in the sky, seemingly oblivious to the fact that the immense ghostly serpent is still wrapped around him, still whispering in his ear. And this one says, allow guidance. And then the last scene here, as you watch this image, it is, remains blank with the last plaque saying entry to oblivion and then the wall dissipates and the servant who slid his wrists disappears okay wow. Wow. you see all those walls start moving uh what was in that fog um i think that we probably like huffed something that we weren't supposed to huff mm-hmm we should probably see a doctor after this, just in case. <laughs> I don't know if my insurance will cover it. Do we have insurance? I don't know. We should ask Belenek. You guys get yeah. insurance? I thought we were supposed to I get mean, insurance. I mean, we don't know. That's what we're saying. Yeah. We never had to apply for it before. Well, hmm. Have we been going through space this whole time without insurance? Like, <laughs> if something happened to us, we'd just be screwed? Like, I think we have been. Oh my god, that's... Honestly, it's surprising we got this. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised, like... We've been seriously injured at times, I'm surprised we... We we never even thought about insurance before. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's gotta be some sort of broker there. That boy, all the other things... What is the password? What is the password? Vecna. Hell, hell, Vecna. That is not the password. Allow influence? Now was it? Yes. You have seen the plaques. What is the password? Uh, was it the plaques? Ah, shit. Hey, can we do a history check to see if we remember what was on the, the plaques? It would be an intelligence check. Oh, yeah, brilliant. Or is it like um, a, can it be like a... Like a based on like a proficiency or something like that <laughs> that would help a lot in intelligence i got a okay. three <laughs> that that's an intelligence save it's the I same either way man three. same but numbers I, I also got a three so that's really good no you guys were not uh, paying uh, attention i think it was like that that betrayer guy the betrayer nailed it the same there, there you, you go. go you remember go. the plaque one says vecna and the serpent the other, the second one said, our gift to Koss. Mm -hmm. The third one, Lord Vecna betrayed. Mm -hmm. The fourth, and he is God now. He is a God Serpent. Our gift Lord. to Koss. Lord Vecna betrayed. And he is God now. Then savior to one and all. 
allow guidance. Guide. And then entry to oblivion. Oh. Entrance into oblivion. That is not the password. Just a bullet. The plaques. Oh, the entire all, all of it. Okay. What is the password? Vecna and Serpent. Uh, the the gift password. Vecna betrayed. He is God now. Savior. Wow, guided. Were any right. of them right? Were any of them right? No. Any of them? No. Is it one, two, three, four? Oh, is it password with a capital P? It is a puzzle. Oh, oh no! no. Oh no! Oh, puzzle! Oh no! It's a puzzle encounter. <laughs> uh, okay. So it, what was the second one? Is our gift to cost? Our gift. Our gift to cost. So I mean, what is the puzzle? How are you supposed to get anything from that <laughs> free puzzle? What were the numbers it, of the blocks? Third gift. It was one, one, one five, two, six, three, four. Our gift to cost. Maybe so you can four, divination. Four. What? I could divination. I could do that. All right. Oh, well, yeah, I'll divination then. Okay. So what do I get? A hundred? Uh, no, I don't. I don't have to roll one now. Oh. Um, because... No. Okay. I'm doing it. Okay. So... I know it is quite absurd... But it is only one of each of the words. Okay, so oh, I'm Vecna, like... Vecna, Vecna, Vecna. So Vecna gift, Vecna god. Vecna our lord now uh, in... Vecna our lord god. God. Uh, allow... No. Savior allow... So there's like six of these plaques? Yeah. Okay, there's so... Seven. There's seven. Vecna oh, are Lord oh. and Savior, uh, and allow entry. You may enter! So, what we're gonna do here is we're gonna end it here with that, and we're gonna have a last closing scene. There is Zariel, the Archduke of Avernus. She <clears throat> is in front of a of dozens of devils. She says, we shall wait for the sign, my men. Then we will uh, charge. And then she spreads her wings and flies as the camera pans and the dozens become hundreds, become thousands, become tens of thousands of devil as they rage and they're like, yeah, sorry, yeah. Sorry, yell. And she turns around, and there in the distance is the Tower of Sigil. And that's where we'll leave this episode. The crystals of creation have revealed themselves. Evils emerge across the multiverse. The armies of the abyss gather. The Underdark's plans are near fruition. Chaos erupts across all spheres, and darkness descends on the plains. Alliances are forged in blood. The gods move avatars like pawns on a board, and unlikely heroes emerge to thwart the unstoppable. But will it be enough? 
before the material plane crumbles. The hopes rest in a group of wayward adventurers. The battle of the Outlands awaits.